0: Hello and welcome to The Chronic Glow Show. I'm your host, Amy, and I'm a mindset coach and mentor for women with chronic illness who are ready to reclaim their power, feel confident, and live life with freedom and flow. I am so grateful that you chose to listen to this episode today, so let's dive straight in. Hello, hello, welcome back to another episode of The Chronic Glow Show, um. So this episode, we're going Christmas theme, and I am so excited. It's currently the beginning of December, and I'm getting ready. Well, I've been thinking about Christmas for the past couple of uh, months, obviously, but. I really thought it would be good to do an episode specifically about managing your time and energy over the Christmas period because it gets busy, it can get tiring, it can get stressful, there's a lot on and I feel as well, especially after last year where, I don't want to say Christmas was ruined, but there was definitely um, some restrictions around what we could do for Christmas and I think this year... There is a lot of sort of like making up energy around and like oh we've got to make the most of this. We're almost having two Christmases in one. I've been hearing this a lot on social media and and at work and like and various with de- various different people sort of saying like oh we we're making the most of this year and like celebrating two Christmases in one and celebrating two New Years in one and and it's it's a lot and. Whilst that's all very well and good and I'm absolutely not criticising anybody who um, wants to sort of celebrate extra hard this year. I am, there's never an excuse needed to celebrate. Um, And that's absolutely fine and if that's what you're doing, like, amazing. But I just also want to share the sort of flip side of that is that that can add a lot of pressure. It can add a lot of sort of expectations and stress on top of what can already be quite a busy stressful time. Now don't get me wrong I love Christmas, I love the holiday season, I love seeing all the family, I love getting catching up with all my friends, I love everything about Christmas but it can be exhausting and this is off the back of, for me, um, quite a few years of always studying as well. In fact, last year was the first year that I wasn't studying anything. Whether I wasn't at uni, I wasn't doing a PhD, I wasn't doing my levels at school or anything like that. Last year was the first year I wasn't doing anything like that. And obviously, um, we didn't get to see any of our family. We had one day, so in the UK last year, we were allowed on Christmas Day itself to go to another house or to meet up with another party um group of people so we went over to some friends house um on christmas day itself and had a christmas dinner with them because they couldn't go back to their family we can go back to ours so we kind of just did it together the four of us which and it was really nice um but all of us were saying like this this isn't christmas um but that's the only time we actually saw anybody over the whole christmas period um we otherwise had the whole two weeks just just the two of us in our tiny little flat um we spent New Year's Eve on our own I think we got a dominoes and went to bed at eight o'clock um and I wasn't studying and part of me really enjoyed that time and space to actually it was like all expectations and pressure had been released and I could really just focus on me and I remember really um enjoying parts of that in terms of you know we were I was able to sit on an afternoon on a Tuesday and sit and watch Christmas movies all afternoon and not worry about who's turning up or going somewhere or seeing this person or having to do all of this and get ready for people coming or like all of the sort of festive buzz that comes on. I was just actually able to really enjoy it. And usually I go by Christmas and I'm like, I've never even sat down to watch like a Christmas film because like, where's the time gone? And last year I feel like, I I think I watched like every single Christmas film that was on Netflix. (laughs) I had hot chocolates nearly every afternoon. I was able to spend time like really focusing on like wrapping the presents really beautifully. um, And doing like little things like that. And so I really enjoyed that side of things. Having more time to be able to do like the little festive things that um, I felt like I'd already missed out. Um, The things that you can do at home obviously. But then the other part of me obviously missed not having that connection with family and like going to the Christmas markets and getting like mulled wine or whatever it might have been and going to like little festive things um out and about social events and like going out for drinks or whatever it might be so there's a balance to be had and I think last year having been the first year that I really took a step back because I was forced to obviously everybody was forced to and there were was part of me that kind of did enjoy parts of that um and enjoyed that ability to be able to step back and relax that's kind of what I want to bring more into this year um and I thought well if that's what I'm doing and that's how I'm feeling I'm sure I'm not on my own with that I'm sure there's plenty of other people who also feel like whilst last year wasn't the perfect Christmas by any means like I'm not saying I would do that again because it was really really difficult um and there were there were a lot of emotional meltdowns as well. Um but I do want to you know reflecting on the bits that were nice and that I did enjoy. I kind of want to bring that into this year and create a Christmas that feels much more balanced in terms of where I'm spending my energy, who I'm seeing, what I'm doing and so that I can go into January feeling refreshed and renewed rather than exhausted and depleted which is what usually happens. Usually January I just want to fall away into a hole and not see anybody because I'm exhausted after like two, three solid weeks of socializing and doing all the things. So that brings me on to this episode, which I'm I'm gonna be sharing the five things that you can do this Christmas to help you protect your energy and this goes whether you've got a chronic illness or not obviously I am speaking from that perspective as well as someone with a chronic illness um but if you don't have a chronic illness but you just still feel like burnt out and overwhelmed and stressed by the either thought of Christmas or when you get into January because I'm thinking ahead here you know how can we because sometimes a lot of the time right Christmas itself is fine, like, because we push through, the adrenaline starts to kick in, and we're excited to see all the people and do all the things, and so quite often we push ourselves and push ourselves and push ourselves, and then that's when we collapse in January, and that's typically what happens with me, or you get the other um, side where actually you can't keep up with it all, and you end up missing out on things throughout Christmas and um, the Christmas period itself and then you get to January and you're still exhausted and you're still burnt out and you didn't even manage to fully enjoy your Christmas so there's, there's two sides to that and what I would really like is that we could all go into this period feeling much more confident in our ability to protect our energy and much more I want to say organised but much more sort of prepared in how we're going to spend that time, who we're going to be seeing, what we're going to be doing and feel more in tune with what we want and in tune with our bodies and what is going to work best for us. So that's what I'm going to be sharing today. So I really hope you um enjoy this episode and get something out of it. And the other thing that I wanted to share is, and this is something that I've been really focusing on when I've been listening to my own podcast episodes, reading my own books and things like that is... Not just listening to the episodes and like thinking, oh yeah, that's a good idea, and then sort of forgetting all about it because there's a difference between inspiration and integration. So, I really want you to listen to these five tips and actually implement them into your life this Christmas. Anything that really resonates, anything that really lands, anything that you think that could really work for me, I really would like you to actually implement it into your life this Christmas and let me know how it goes. Let me know what works, what doesn't, um, how it feels, how you manage, what Christmas is going to look like for you. I really want you to take action from these um, things that I'm going to share. Um, so if you're listening and you're like, oh yeah, I am definitely one of those, like I just listen, switch off and then forget all about it and feel inspired momentarily, but then nothing else, take this as your sign to actually implement what I'm going to be sharing so let's get straight into the episode i say that nine minutes in um we love a long intro over here so we're just gonna go with it so the first thing i would be doing is really getting to grips on what i'm doing over christmas and planning ahead any social things now some things of course are going to crop up last minute and that's never going to change that's always going to happen but i really so usually I plan on a week-by-week week basis, sort of at the beginning of the month I'll sort of look over generally like the biggest things, And um, but then I'll do week-by-week. Week. But when it comes to Christmas, I actually plan the whole Christmas period sort of at the beginning of it. So this episode's going live on the 8th of December, so on today, if you're listening to it when it's gone live, it's Wednesday the 8th of December. Um, So you've got about two and a half weeks before Christmas day itself and then three and a half weeks before the new year which that in itself is terrifying like I feel like I'm still processing 2020 before I'm even getting on to 2022 like what the hell. But anyway so what I would be doing around this point sort of from now between now and the next week middle of December is planning the rest of the month so it's not that I'm saying like obviously this hasn't gone out at the beginning of December so you can't do it now but I would really be getting to grips with what's happening up to like the third fourth of January so really planning the next three four weeks and that takes you past new year and into the new year because remember if if you're in the UK you've got I don't know whether it's just England or Scotland as well but it's definitely in England you have the bank holiday on the Monday the third of January or is it yeah monday the 3rd of january i'm pretty sure um is a bank holiday so i'm going to be planning up until that monday and including that monday so when i'm looking at it i'm thinking okay so i personally break up on the 17th of december that like from from school where i work and then i'm going to be planning up until the third so like decide on your christmas period decide when you're switching off, when you're resting, when you're working, what social things you're going to from that whole period. Now, if you're working up until Christmas Eve, then it might be that you only plan from Christmas Eve to when you go back to work on the 4th of January. It might be that you're breaking up like me or you work for yourself and you're deciding you're going to have a full two weeks and you end like on the 17th or on the 20th or whatever that looks like. But have a look at your diary and work out like, when is your break going to be and then plan that time. Now, I'm not saying like plan it in terms of filling it up. What I'm meaning is planning. Okay, so obviously you'd I'm assuming you'll have already decided like where you're going, who you're seeing, that kind of thing. But like get them into a planner or a calendar or something like that so you can see visually where you're going to be busy and where you're going to be more free and more flexible so for example i know um i break up on well technically my last day is the 16th of december which is a thursday friday is going to be just a normal working day in my business then i've got the weekend off and then the monday is going to be our christmas party inside the collective so hint hint if you want to join Now is your chance, it's going to be our Christmas party, we're going to do group coaching, Q&A session, live journaling, reflection on 2021, goal setting for 2022, and maybe a little visualisation exercise, and just come together as a collective and celebrate the year, and really ground into some sort of really relaxing, peaceful energy before the Christmas period. So that's going to be on Monday the 20th of December. Okay, and then Tuesday, Wednesday is going to be time for me to get the house sorted, um, pack away. We're going up to my parents for a couple of weeks, so it'll just be like tidying up and just like organising everything and packing and getting presents wrapped and that kind of thing. Then we'll be driving up on the Wednesday or Thursday. Now Angus is working all that week, so I'm not quite sure 100% when we're going to be driving up, but definitely the Wednesday or the Thursday. And we're taking little Elsie up as well, our kitten as well um for those of you who follow me on instagram and love my little insta kitty <laughs> um and then we're staying with my parents now we've decided because we've got elsie we are just going to usually would flip back and forth between my parents and um, angus's parents but we're just going to stay with mine because of her and we've already worked out where we're going on christmas eve what we're doing on christmas day what we're doing on boxing day and then obviously like the in between christmas and new year is like I have no plans in between which is the way I like it um that's going to be really time for me to read lots of books watch all the Christmas movies spend time with family go for long like winter walks when I say long hashtag fatigue probably like half an hour but some winter walks you know just enjoy being up at home so we my parents live in Northumberland and it's beautiful countryside and it's beautiful in the winter as well so just really enjoying being at home we haven't really got any social things planned and you know we are still in a pandemic and I think that's also important to remember so if you don't we're choosing not to do many social things I think other other than going to see Angus's parents and maybe some family members and and st- obviously staying with my parents I think we're maybe going to the cinema boxing day other than that we're not going out. Usually would maybe go out for some drinks one evening. We'd meet up with friends. We're literally not planning any of these, and I'm not saying that we're not going to end up doing those if something last minute crops up. But to be honest, neither of us I think are particularly bothered. And with the cases and COVID rising so much, that's kind of a boundary that I've definitely set for myself. And I think Angus has. He's kind of of the same view. It's like let's minimize contact socially as much as possible so that we can enjoy seeing our family as much as possible you know um so you know that does come with some downsides obviously but i think it's important to sort of set those boundaries ahead of time which is actually another tip that i'm going to be sharing in a minute but setting sort of what you're going to be doing what you're open to what you're closed off to before that time comes and planning around that accordingly is going to be really beneficial for your own headspace and confidence going into that to be able to assert those boundaries which is step number two is that the next step is to say no and implement boundaries and so that led in quite nicely um but you know set those energetic boundaries what are you Available for and what are you not available for? Are you going to be available for last minute? Let's go out for some drinks, or are you going to be no? I haven't got a plan for that. Um, this is a rest day, I'm seeing this person, whatever it might be. And also, boundaries within yourself. What are you going to continue committing to? Like, for example, at the moment, I'm doing my daily journaling. Is that a boundary I'm going to set with myself that I'm going to continue carving out space and time every morning for my journaling? Probably yes, because it really supports me. And I know that if I drop that off, I'm probably not gonna feel as good. It's probably gonna, you know, it's a it's a downward spiral. So by keeping up those little boundaries within myself of what I'm gonna continue committing to as well really helps. Um so whatever little routines or habits you normally do, just because it's Christmas, you don't need to let those go. Now obviously if you want to let those go, like if you usually go to the gym at six AM every morning which I'm not saying any of us here do because hashtag fatigue but if you do and you're like no I want two weeks off over Christmas like go do it like do you know what I mean like it's up to you but set those make those decisions beforehand not be proactive about it set the boundaries beforehand so don't get to like the 28th of December and think oh crap I haven't done any of my journaling I haven't meditated I haven't done like gone to the gym I haven't done whatever it might have been that you normally do and actually um I really wanted to do those things and I just didn't really think about it, I didn't plan time for those. Think about it ahead of time, what do you still want to be able to do, what do you want to drop for a couple of weeks, all of those kind of things and then set those boundaries with yourself and with other people so that the people around you respect that you're still holding space for yourself in those ways. Um, number three is to carve out time specifically for yourself. Christmas is amazing because we get to see family, friends, all the things, all the people but... It is also important to carve out time for yourself. And this might just be like, you know what? I'm going to go to bed at two o'clock in the afternoon and read my book for an hour and have a nap. And then I'm going to come down and enjoy the evening with everybody. It might be that you're going to go out for a wintry walk on your own and listen to a podcast. It might be that you actually want um, space and time to just reflect on 2021 on your own and set some goals and just prepare for the new year in your own space, in your own way, whatever that looks like for you, carve out some space and time for yourself, whether that's rest, whatever it might be, because we need to start giving to ourselves, especially over Christmas when we have got more people to see and more things to be doing, it's really important to just take more time for ourselves so that we can give more to other people you know for me it is much busier um you know we're seeing like christmas itself like christmas eve with angus's parents and christmas day we're seeing his family and then coming back to my family's for christmas dinner boxing day we're going back to see his family and then we're back to my parents like it's a lot of back and forth so i know the couple of days before that and a couple of days after that is going to be just time for me to rest um Number four is to communicate your needs with your loved ones. Christmas doesn't let go, like chronic illness doesn't just disappear for Christmas, like you might have two weeks off from work, you don't get two weeks off from from your chronic illness and or whatever else might be going on for you so really communicating your needs with your loved ones beforehand again this is all about preparation this is why I'm releasing this episode on the 8th so that you've got a couple of weeks before Christmas hits to really start to implement these things into your life and have these conversations and set these boundaries and to plan your time but communicate your needs with your loved ones and that goes this supports like all the other ones if you want to say to people like right the this is the these are the only things that i'm going to be doing over christmas like i'm going to be doing christmas day i'm going to be doing like one meetup with whoever and i'm going to do christmas eve and that's it communicate that beforehand so that people aren't going to be like disappointed if they want you to do something and you're not going to be available for that because you're resting um communicate your needs with your loved ones in terms of like if you're going to stay with other people then what do you need From them do you need um like your own um you know space private bathroom for example like okay that's you're probably not going to get a private bathroom if you're staying with other people but like what do you need do you need space to have your medicines in the kitchen like do you need space for um a place for you to meditate and journal in the mornings like what do you need to be able to get through the next few days is it going to be like you're staying with family and you say you know what, I'm going to actually be going to bed earlier nights. night, so can you let me know in advance if you've got any plans for the evenings, or these are my food intolerances, the, this is what I can can eat or can't eat, you know, things like Christmas dinner and things like that, if there's food type things that you need to think about, communicate those. If it's energy type things like activity levels, if you're like planning on going to Christmas markets, or you're planning on going out and about, like there's lots of walking involved, communicate with the people that you're going with so that they're aware of what your limitations are and what you can and can't do and what you're available for and what you're not available for open communication is the best because then nobody is surprised and nobody gets upset because what you don't want to do is get to the point of you get to somewhere and there's an expectation that you need to do xyz and you can't do that xyz then you feel disappointed and you feel guilty and the other person feels disappointed and they feel frustrated and it's just not very good, so having those open communications before anything, you know what you need, and communicating that confidently and effectively well before the time that you need to means that everybody's on the same page, and then everybody can go into Christmas just feeling much more relaxed, much more confident, much more festive, and much, you know, be able to enjoy it in a much nicer way. And... On to number five, finally. Take pressure off doing all the things. And this really links back to what I was saying at the beginning, where last year, obviously, we didn't like we did virtually none of the things other than the things at home. And most years, I try and do all the things because I'm like, it's Christmas, I need to do all the things. And this year, I just want you to take the pressure off to do all the things. Bring in elements of the past few Christmases that you've really enjoyed and leave out all the rest. If you don't find going to the Christmas markets really enjoyable and you find them stressful and overwhelming and busy and exhausting, then don't do them. Okay, take the pressure off just because everybody else is sitting watching all the Netflix movies. If you're not bothered about watching the Netflix Christmas movies and you'd rather spend that time reading a book, do that. I think there's a lot of pressure and a lot of expectations Expectations to do, like, the Christmas things. The things that you have to do at Christmas. You have to have, like, the turkey dinner. You have to have, you know, the Christmas parties, the big New Year's Eve parties. Like, all of the things. There's a lot of expectations that people do, like, certain things over Christmas. And if you don't want to do them, or if it doesn't fit with your health, or if it just doesn't feel good, or you're just not bothered about doing them, take the pressure off. And I think last year really enabled that for us it really allowed us to take the pressure of doing those things or not doing those things that we don't really want to do and doing more of the things that we really enjoy doing so do what it feels good for you and just take the pressure off whatever doesn't particularly feel good for you I think that's honestly to be honest it just is the most important thing take the pressure off seeing other people if you actually would quite quite enjoyed last Christmas and you want to spend more time just like you and your little bubble with your close like the closest people with you you know I mean really all we're doing is for for my husband and I is spending more time with our family because that's the bit that we missed last year we missed spending Christmas with our families so that's our priority seeing spending Christmas with our family anything else is a bonus anything else if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen anything else frankly I'm not that bothered about so really think about what your priorities are this Christmas if it's rest so that you can go into the new year feeling really good then prioritise that and take the pressure off everything else, if it's you want to go hard and celebrate and make the most of this Christmas and do all the things and you know just let go and enjoy yourself then do that, there is no right and there's no wrong and if you want to take the step off now like take the put the brakes on now and start enjoying slow slowing into Christmas now on the 8th of December like do it, If you want to go full force for the next two weeks and then take the pedal off and go slow for the last two weeks, do it. There is no right or wrong. Just take the pressure off any expectations of you from society, from your family, from your friends, from whatever, and just do you. But essentially, all of this comes down to getting prepared ahead of time, making decisions ahead of time, setting boundaries ahead of time, communicating communicating ahead of time and putting yourself first <sighs> so that is it my loves I really hope you found this episode helpful and took away some sort of practical tangible things that you can actually do and I'll just run through them again for you just in case you have already forgotten you're sitting there like oh my god I'm gonna to have to re-listen to this no you don't I'm gonna go over it so the first thing is plan ahead in terms of like what events are going on when you've got time to rest parties social things whatever it is work all the things plan it ahead in your calendar planner diary whatever think about what you want to say no to um and start implementing those boundaries to yourself and with others carve out time for yourself work out now i work in days for this which days have you got available purely for rest Or what hours have you got available purely for rest? Or if you work in weeks, what week can you purely rest? Whatever it is, carve out time for yourself. Um, Communicate your needs with your loved ones ahead of time and then take the pressure off to do all the things. What do you want to do? What do you not want to do? And then respect that. I'm going to leave it there. Um, I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas. Obviously, I'll see you in next week's episode. which is with um our lovely guest, so I will see you there, and there will be episodes going up throughout the Christmas period as well, um, but I will also be taking a little step back from my business over the Christmas period itself, everything will kind of be on like auto, so things will be going up, um, but I myself will be very much more present with my family and not online, um, and yeah, take what you need from this episode and leave what you don't. And I will see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved what you heard, please do let me know by taking a quick screenshot and sharing it on Instagram stories, tagging me at chronic glow. I appreciate you so much and I cannot wait to see you in the next episode.